Welcome to the Social Scholars Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lynn, and I'm a social media consultant, personal branding strategist, and Elon Musk super fan. Each week, you're going to learn through quick tip episodes, guest expert trainings, and business owner interviews, the perspective, insight, and strategies you need to align your business goals with your marketing efforts and make social media work for you. So let's get to class. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Social Scholars Podcast. I say this every single week. Um, I have a very special guest and a very unique guest today that I cannot wait to share with you. Um, My guest expert today is Paige Cole. Paige is a stripper business coach, which how freaking fun is that? Um, She helps dancers learn to maximize their hustle both inside and outside of the club, which just in the 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 quarantine period of life that we're going through right now, hashtag healthy at home, um, that has become even more important for her clients. Um, she is also an author of the Manifesting Like a Boss Babe uh, book, which is a 21-day step-by-step guide around manifestation and law of attraction 101. She just recently started the Paige Cole Show over on YouTube, which is a look inside the life of a stripper business coach. How fun. Every Wednesday, she drops a new episode. She is a podcast episode or a podcast host herself, um, hosting the Make It Rain podcast. And then she has courses, freebies, additional videos, and tutorials that she's always putting out and sharing on Facebook and Instagram. So plenty of ways to connect with her, to learn from her, to get a sense for what she's doing, Um, either wanting to consume her manifestation and law of attraction content, or just wanting to learn from somebody who has really niched down with a lot of success. In this interview, you're going to learn about how Paige did that and how for a long time she was actually pushing down um, the, 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 her past experiences being a stripper and how, when she finally kind of realized, oh my gosh, I think I'm doing this so that I can help other people and use that experience rather than hide it, how she transformed her business from a couple hundred dollars and like workshop revenue that she was trying to, to help quote unquote spiritual entrepreneurs with, and then turned around and niched down to strippers and just had a $50,000 launch. And when I met Paige, it was about a little over two years ago now, maybe. Um, and we were, we connected over an Amazon private labeling business. Um, she had interviewed me for some record research. She thought she might want to be an Amazon private labeling coach and help others do that. And that didn't turn out to be the case. That didn't work out well, but that's okay because I think the other lesson from this interview is that you can't see always the, the, like where you're going exactly, but you all you can do is maybe take that next right step. It's like the Frozen song, the next right thing, do the next right thing, um, and figure out what what does work, and then leave what doesn't. And she talks about you know even though the private labeling thing didn't work out, she learned so much about marketing that she then took into her next pivot after a Tony Robbins event. She pivoted again and pivoted again, and now um, because of those experiences, even though they may not have you know worked out, quote unquote worked out, been the thing. Each time she learned so much from each one that put her in a position to be able to take this new niche, this new um, business and really run with it. And because of that, she's had so much success. And because she's been talking to um, a very specific person, she's also had a ton of success. So I think we have a lot to learn um, from Paige. It's a really fun interview. She's super fun. And um, I'm excited for you to hear this one. So I'm not going to keep you any longer with that. Let's get to it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Scholars Podcast. And I don't know why I sing. I I sometimes like find myself singing in this intro, but it's because I'm really excited. I'm always really excited, but I'm extra excited today because I have the Paige Cole in the house today, who is a 
money manifestation, like go-to guru guide, but she is also recently pivoted and which is why I'm so excited to talk to her today. She now is a coach to strippers to help them maximize their hustle inside and outside of the club. And we're going to get into mindset today, niching down. And I couldn't think of a better person to talk to about that to us today than Paige. So Paige, welcome. I'm pumped that you're here. Thank you so much. I am so pumped to be here. And I love that you sing on the intro too. <laughs> this is like so exciting. I'm like, yeah, it like fired me up. <laughs> I was talking to somebody via Voxer and I was like, I don't know why I find myself singing. And she's like, I know I sing sentences too. And I'm like, I guess we're just happy. We're just happy. It is. It makes uh, it more fun. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, okay. So I want to start Paige talking about, um, like, you know, I, I gave you the intro what what you're doing now talk to us a little bit just like kind of like your your elevator pitch what you do now and then i want to take us back to when you and i first connected almost two years ago yeah yeah i know it's so crazy so much has changed <laughs> um but no i am a stripper business coach i am an og dancer of 11 years i am 30 years old now um i started dancing when i was 19 years old so i've been in the industry for 11 years and I, you know, we'll get into this later on. Um, but when I, I recently pivoted, um, it was less than a year ago, actually. And I just basically came out of the stripper closet. Um, you know, there's like a lot of judgment and stigma associated with dancing. And so me coming into the online space, I didn't want to, <laughs> um, ha have that judgment. Um, and so <laughs> when I made the decision to come out of the stripper closet, I was like, I am a stripper. And then it was like, it literally just hit my, hit me in the face. Like, okay, like I've done this for 11 years. I know exactly. I know what these girls are struggling with. I know what resources they need. Like I'm going to be a stripper business coach. And cause I'm a really good stripper. I've earned over a million dollars throughout the course of my career. I like, I, I'm very, I know what I'm doing. Um, I also know about money manifestation and business building. So it's all evolved into this beautiful, you know, stripper business coach. <laughs> it is. And well, and what we were talking about is before we, we hopped on here is that like who, who knows if uh, you would have probably eventually figured this out, but maybe not had you not started on this path. Right. Mm -hmm, and this mm -hmm. path, um, from what I know, at least when, when we met was you were selling products on Amazon and I was, <laughs> was dabbling in that too. And I forget why, but we ended up jumping on a call. We met in, was it Amy Porterfield or Marie Forleo's Facebook group? I forget, but we ended up setting up a call. You were selling Amazon products. So how did it go from Amazon products to where you are right now? I know. Okay. So you and I both, we took Marie Forleo's B school and we went to Amy Porterfield's affiliate program. So I think that's where we met was in Amy Porterfield's B school or it was, or it might've been Marie Forleo, but one of the assignments in Marie Forleo's B school was to interview, um, you know, other people and see like what, just do market research essentially. Right. So that's why we, you and I connected because you had said that you were doing Amazon private labeling too. So I wanted to do some market research around your struggles and all that kind of stuff. Um, but so my story, um, we know in 2017, so I danced since I was 19 years old and I've had ups and downs in the industry. I've had really good years and I've had really bad years and I've been depressed and addicted to drugs and you know, all of the things <laughs> that come with that. And in 2017, I went on a trip to Ireland and London and it was my international trip. And I like fell in love with traveling and with my life. And I was like, I got to do better. Like I have to do better. So I came home and I was like, since I had fallen in love with traveling, I was like determined to create an online business because I wanted location freedom. I wanted to be able to travel while still making money. Um, and so I started, when I got home, I began studying. I was like studying online, like how to, how to make money online and Googling and, and watching YouTube videos and doing all this stuff. And then one thing led to another and I found, um, you know, Amazon and private labeling. And I watched all these videos about how much money you can make selling products on Amazon. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> and so I was like, this is going to be amazing. So I started learning and educating myself on that. I started like two lines, a fitness line and a, um, and a pet line 
um, for Amazon private labeling. But in the back of my mind, I also knew about the online course creation and online coaching world. And I very much so was drawn to that. But in my head, I was like, well, who am I to coach? What am I even going to coach on? So I was like, oh, well, I'm learning how to do this Amazon so I can grow this Amazon business. And then I'll just coach on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So being a coach was always something I wanted to do. I just had no idea what I was going to coach on. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I freaking love that because that, that's why I started that too. Cause at the time I was in, um, sales for a company and I was thinking the same thing you are. I was like, man, I really want location freedom and time freedom. And oh my gosh, Amazon <laughs> private labeling is the key. Um, without really paying attention to like, do I really love this? Does this joy <laughs> like, you know, but it, you know, but it got the ball rolling and it sounds like, um, that was kind of the, maybe the start of all of this for you. So, um, I want to just really quickly, because this comes up so often, you mentioned that you had questions like, who am I to coach? What would I even coach on? When did you get to the point? Because I mean, you know, probably from your own clients and customers, um, everybody has those like imposter syndrome thoughts, self doubt, who am I to do this? When when did you realize that like that you could that you maybe had the ability to coach and that that you were good enough that you could do this like when when did that happen was it after you took a course was it after you had experience like when did that start to come together for you yeah that, i love this question cuz there's it's like actually two parts to it for me so i you know like i just said i i always wanted to coach i just didn't know what i was going to coach on and then i didn't feel comfortable coaching on amazon because i quite frankly like didn't, wasn't successful monetarily. Like I knew it taught me so much. Like what you said, it taught me about like websites and email marketing and funnels and opt-ins. Like I learned a bunch about online business, but the actual act of selling the products, like I wasn't that successful. So I was like, so in that regard, I was like, I don't know if I really want to coach this. this I don't feel like I want to build this whole business around Amazon. Da, 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 da. Um, but then in um, 2018, in summer of 2018, I went to a Tony Robbins event, Tony Robbins UPW, Unleash the Power Within. And it was at that event that I, you know, I always have been drawn to manifestation and law of attraction and personal growth and development. I have read books on personal growth and development, gone to seminars, taken courses since I was like 16 years old. Um, and so I always knew that that's what kind of the direction I wanted to go, but I had no idea what that was going to look like. And I also kind of like wasn't giving myself permission. And it was after I got home, like the day or two after I got home from UPW, I remember I was at work at, at the strip club and I was walking and it literally just hit me like a ton of bricks, like, Paige, be a manifestation coach. You know what you're talking about. And it just was like a divine download. And it, I just allowed myself, I gave myself permission to transition into the coaching world and I just trusted it. And I also, I know what I know. Like I, I've invested so much in myself and like, I know that I can help other people. And so that was part one of <laughs> basically like getting over imposter syndrome, you know, but then I, so I, then I started, you know, positioning myself and doing all my content and all of this stuff around being a mindset and manifestation expert, which I absolutely am, but I wasn't talking about stripping at all. Like I wasn't out of the stripping closet. I was just talking about this. I didn't, my niche was like, I had no idea who I was talking to. I was talking to quote spiritual entrepreneurs, which that's not, <laughs> that's not niche down at all. Like that's not descriptive or, you know, it's very, very, very broad uh, term to use. And so while I was doing all the things and I knew, <laughs> I, ha I knew how to make a website. I knew how to do the sales funnels. I knew how to do opt-ins and um, lead pages and course. Like I knew how to do all the things, but nothing was clicking. Like I literally wasn't making any money the needle was not moving monetarily in my business whatsoever. Uh, and then it was funny because it, it happened at the club again. I was standing there one day. This was a few months before I came out of the stripper closet and I was standing at work and I was looking around and I was looking at all these girls, like all the newer, younger girls. And I was like, why the fuck am I still here? Mm -hmm. But not in like, not in like a judgmental, like being like hard on myself way, but in a way of like, there's a reason I'm still here. Like there is a bigger, deeper reason and meaning to my life behind why I'm still here. I've had friends come in and leave and, you know, I've seen so many people exit the club before me that I, my friends, you know? And so I was like, there's a freaking reason. And then a couple months later, when I came out of the closet, you know, it just kind of all came together because I have danced for 11 years. I know what I'm doing. And I, 
also like there's not a lot of resources for dancers at all like it's a very secret hush hush industry people who are dancers don't admit that they're dancers they don't want other people to know because of society and judgment and stigma and so because of that the amount of resources it's not just like you can go and search like hey strippers and like there's all these facebook groups for strippers or it's like it's a secret kind of an industry but it's a really large industry there's tons of strippers and they need they need help just as much as as other people and the, and how i got over my imposter syndrome is i'm like what better way to help than from me like for example if someone who wasn't a stripper came in and tried to teach teach what i'm teaching i wouldn't take them seriously because i'd be like you don't know what you're talking about like you've never danced like who are you to teach me this yeah, and so i yeah. feel like i under i know and understand my client and how what they're struggling with and how to help them because i am them and i've been there literally like in the freaking arena with them and i've made it through and so you know that is always how i combat that um, imposter syndrome within myself that was kind of a long-winded answer but <laughs> oh, that was so that was so good that was so good um because <clears throat> i think that and you know one of the reasons why i I ask you to be on here is because I think that you have done like the best job of anybody I've ever seen of niching down. Um, and then I've gotten to, it wasn't like you just started out of the gate though, which I think is like such a beautiful story and so inspiring and relatable to everybody. It's not like you just like, Oh, I'm going to start an online business and here's my niche. I nailed it right away. Mm -hmm. Um, and you've already kind of talked about like the Amazon, the just manifesting for like a general, spiritual entrepreneur type of person. And it wasn't until time had gone by where you're still <laughs> learning things, but like slowly all these puzzle pieces are coming together. And then it's like, okay, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think too, maybe that's, and I don't know if you have any advice on how others can think about niching down that might be helpful any lessons you've learned because I, when we talked before like this is one of the biggest challenges that people have i'm still going through it myself as far as like niching down because when we niche down a lot of times people will say okay i help female entrepreneurs or i help busy moms and you're what i'm seeing from you online and even before we talked it's like because you got so niched and dialed in, you've just like exploded. So to me, that's like the power of the niche. But I guess tell, tell me a little bit how things have changed for you. And then any tips on niching down for others, other things that we could be thinking about as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for me, the power of niching down in my own business was, uh, you know, before I came out as a stripper, <laughs> I think I had made maybe $100 in total from my online business from like a little masterclass sale here and one masterclass sale there, like literally a hundred dollars in total. And then when I niched down, I started making money and I started having launch, um, successful, um, launches and signing one-on-one -on -one clients. And then I ended up, I had like a $16,000 sales day, a $16,000 cash or uh, sales revenue day. I hit, I, my um, income started doubling and then I, um, had a $50,000 launch of a program just this month. <laughs> and yeah, a $50,000 sales, it was just under $50,000 sales revenue um, launch numbers in, um, and so like, the reason I even say that and share that is because it's like, I like to share like real numbers about it. And I had that, I've had that launch right now, but I haven't even been talking to strippers for a year. I came out in June. It is now March and I've successfully scaled my business to pass multiple six figures in the matter of less than a year. Like my business is on pace to hit multiple six figures this year, all of 2019, which part of it was when I came out of the closet, I had earned, I think like $30,000 cash collected in my online business um you know because i started niching down and i started generating income in the month of january of 2020 my sales revenue was over thirty thousand dollars for the month of january so i passed my whole 2019 um income in sales revenue in one month and so that's the that's the freaking power of niching down and knowing who you're talking to, knowing what their problems are, knowing what keeps them up at night, and then positioning yourself as the solution to their problem. Because people will pay 
to have results and massive changes in their life. And if you can talk to the, their heartstrings and know what's going on, like, for example, for strippers, like, okay, you can be good with a stripper and you can have fun and you can love your job. But the, at the end of the day, nobody wants to do that forever. And they always want to get out, but it, we feel stuck because of the amount of money, how quickly it comes, and then how can you make that kind of money outside? And so the deepest desire for all strippers is to get out of the club. And I'm like, cue page call coaching. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. Well, and I know that you, I, I, I know that you've talked about that, like the feeling of trapped and being stuck, which I, I want to get to later. Cause, um, that I, I know it's like, not just you know, strippers and clubs, but, um, that thank you for being open about the numbers because that's incredibly inspiring. And I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody will take that as bragging, but I think that's like, this is what's possible, Mm -hmm. um, which is so inspiring. So, okay. So you've had, so it sounds like you've had like these 11 years of experience and, but you like, you were completely ignoring it, like yeah. looking at like Amazon, looking at like manifestation. And then it like hit you like, Oh my gosh, all this experience and like who I am and what I'm good at and what I know could be maybe like, maybe that is my thing. Maybe that's my niche. Maybe that's what I do. Yeah. So like, what, what advice do you have for others who are struggling to nail their niche and maybe also having, you know, hundred dollar years <laughs> or yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I love what you said about like being transparent with my numbers. So I know th this is a money trigger. And sometimes people, if people take sharing numbers as bragging or whatever, that's actually their own judgments and their own money issues and stories going on within them. I will always provide numbers and give stats because I'm such an analytical person and it helps me. I love knowing how much money people are making or re uh, generating and to see what's possible for myself too. And so I share my numbers openly because it's like, I know strippers get into stripping for what? Because we want to make money. And so if you want to get out, you got to make money. And so if you can actually hear and see legit numbers of how much money you can make outside of the club, it's going to inspire you to want to enroll in my program or work with me even more because it's like a legit number. So I'm always super yes. transparent about those. Um, but yeah, I love, okay. So my advice for niching down, I love that you're asking me this because I actually have a program it's called the Rainmaker Academy. It's a business building program. It's specifically on all aspects of how to start, grow and scale an online business. And I have an entire module on niching down. <laughs> and I talk a lot about niching down about in business. And I'm sure this is not the first time that you've heard this is, you know, when you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And I felt the same thing mm -hmm. when I was talking about manifestation. Like I felt like, but I don't want to leave anyone out. And it's like, uh -huh. yeah, but it's, if you're so broad, you are boring. If you're just broad and blanket statements, how is someone going to read that and connect and be like, oh my God, she is talking directly to me. Holy crap. How does she know what's going on in my head? You cannot reach people on that deep emotional psychological level um, if you are being broad. And so that is the importance of niching down. And even though you niche down, you will not cut other people out because I'll tell you over half of the clients that I have one-on-one -on -one clients and a lot of the students in my programs are not even strippers at all. Like they're florists and chiropractor and psychologists and nurses. Like I have all sorts of different mm. people, but they relate to my content and they relate it into their own industry. And so I say that to people because it's like, don't be afraid of of leaving people out or whatever, because the people who are meant for your business will come to your business, but it's your job to figure out and niche down. So what you were saying earlier, you were like uh, the, um, you know, people niche down and they think female entrepreneurs is niching down. And it's like, okay, so that's a good starting point, but get even more specific female entrepreneurs ages 30 to 40 who are single mothers who have a full-time job and are desiring to help other people online. Like take it down, like even like as for far as you can go. Um, and that way you can literally get into the mind of the person that you are, that your products and services are there to help. Mm, that, okay. And that's so good. Even just, even just like an age group, um, yeah. like an adding that level, because I also ran across a lady who helps female entrepreneurs who are 50 and older, mm -hmm. which I thought I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Because then it's like, Oh, her people are going to like love her and like, no, okay, this is the coach. This is the course for me because she's talking about, you know, your second 
your, what is it? The second chapter in your life or <laughs> empty nesters and which isn't going to resonate with like a 25 year old or a 35 year old necessarily. Yeah. Um, so you're so right. And that when you get even just clear on like where somebody is in their life, you can start to talk to those points rather than those general broad statements, which by the way, it is, I think is just part of the process is stumbling through some of that. And like the important part is like, you're getting started, but at some point, like Paige is done, I'm trying to do myself. Um, and then I know we all are just trying to kind of understand who, who it is we do want to serve so that we can talk to them, um, and get their attention and let them know that that's how you stand out. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay. So the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is, um, because this is, I know this is like your area of expertise. Um, a lot of people, and I don't, I don't, maybe not a lot of people, but some people I hear are maybe still in a job or they've created a business that they don't actually love. And they have these feelings of being trapped and stuck. And I, I read in some posts, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I read in some posts, you were talking about feeling that way inside, inside the club. Um, but I, I think that that, that feeling applies to a lot of different people in different situations. And I was hoping maybe you could share some of the ways that you kind of shifted your perspective. And like you talked about choosing, um, to, to think about things differently that helped you kind of get out of that funk and start to maybe have some new ideas and that creativity flow. Yeah. I love this question because it's so important. And while I felt stuck and trapped in the club, I understand a lot of people feel stuck and trapped in their own lives, in their own job, regardless if they're a stripper or not, people hate their normal jobs. People hate their corporate jobs, you know? And so for me, what happened for me was, you know, I always, for, I, I've had my own issues up and down with my relationship with dancing, hating it and, you know, feeling like I was stuck. And there was a long period of time where I literally hated my job, but I didn't want to do anything else because I wanted to make the money in the short amount of time and continue living my lifestyle, you know? So while I, I made the choice to continue working as a dancer, I hated it. I felt trapped. I felt stuck. I was like, I would judge myself. Like, why, why are you still here? You don't have anything to show for it. Your financial situation's a mess. You've been doing this for so long. Like you should have your shit. Like I was judging myself and being so hard on myself, hating the environment. And it wasn't until I decided like, Hey, this is not helping regardless of if I want to be here, if I don't want to be here, I am here and I'm going to make the most of my time here. And so I shifted from hating where I was to loving where I was and looking for the joy and the gratitude in every aspect of dancing, what it's provided for me, the amount of money that I can make when I go in, my scheduling, my time freedom. I looked, I shifted my thoughts to gratitude for where I was at, knowing that my current job is dancing. This is an integral part of my business plan to build my business on the outside of the club to get out. And so when I shifted to gratitude and I shifted to looking at dancing as part of my online business because I love my online business so much. Like it's just part of the business plan. It, it was easier because regardless if you like it or not, you're there for a certain amount of time and you spend a certain amount of your life in this environment, in this club, around these people. And so if you're hating something and negative feelings about such a large area of your life, that's going to spill over into other areas of your life. And so the more that you can just love that and the more that you can just accept that and um, just give gratitude for it, the quicker things will shift in your life inside of your current job, but also outside of your current job. Mm, that is so good. And, and you're right. Like you have to, most of the time you have to be there in that moment anyway. Um, and I love, I love your perspective of how that was just part of your online business. Um, kind of mm -hmm. making that, that perspective shift and that whatever you're doing on the side or whatever you're doing full time and maybe whatever you're working on on the side is the thing you really want to do. Just how can that, how can the thing that's <laughs> not bringing you a ton of joy, how can you like make that a part of your business plan? Like you're saying, um, so I love, I love, love, love that. Um, I can't not talk to you Paige without talking about manifestation. <laughs> so I feel like this conversation is like, I, I want to talk to you for like five hours, but <laughs> this is just going to be like, kind of like cherry picking some topics. But I, I feel like you are the, the manifestation queen, at least in my life. Um, 
So can you just kind of like manifestation 101, um, you talk about the science of manifestation for people who are like, what? That's so woo woo. Like, I don't like, you got to work hard. There's like, there's no, there's no science to manifestation. Like what's your, like, what do you, what do you tell beginners when it comes to manifestation? Yeah. When people like, well, one thing I want to touch on really quick, is you said, people say it has to be hard and like, that's not realistic or whatever. And it's like, those are simply just beliefs that those people are choosing to take on and accept. So a belief is a thought that we think over and over again with enough conviction and enough passion that we believe to be true. And so when you know that and you understand that, you can understand that you can choose to stop believing limiting beliefs about yourself and your potential to generate money and be a successful business owner. And you can step into and choose new beliefs that you can affirm to yourself every single day that will lead you forward towards like the highest and best good and all the success that you want. You literally choose your thoughts anyway. So why not choose the thoughts that are going to serve you? Um, and so as far as like manifestation, so I love manifestation. I wrote a book on it. It's called manifesting like a boss. Man. <laughs> but I have, I incorporate manifestation into all of my programs, um, <clears throat> into stripping. I talk about and manifestation side of stripping, about money, about business. Um, I'm very, very, very into all of that. And, you know, with manifestation, uh, you are the co-creator of your life. And I say co-creator because you are creating your life in conjunction with the universe. So your job in manifestation is to make the ask. So it's like, get clear on what do you want? Like literally, what do you want out of your life? Like, what do you want your life to look like? How much money do you want to make? Where do you want to live? What kind of activities do you want to do? Who do you want to be around? Get clear on what you want, make the ask, take action, right? Cause that's the other piece of the puzzle that's really important. People sometimes think woo woo and spirituality and manifestation is all just about meditating and stuff. And yes, while meditation is a beautiful practice and I do it every day, you have to take action because if you don't take action, how are you going to figure out like what's working for you and how is the universe going to deliver to you pivots and hints and um, things along the way to kind of transition, right? Like my, my, my example of my, if I wouldn't have started with Amazon private labeling, I wouldn't have led to station and then led to doing what I'm doing right now, you know? And so your job is to make the ask, take the action and feel the feeling. So your feelings and your energy and your emotion is the biggest attractor into your life, right? We are magnetic beings and we attract that which we predominantly feel. And so if you're in a place of, and you feel negative and you feel sad and depressed, you're going to attract into your life, other things, circumstances, events that are going to make you feel that way. And on the flip side, if you feel good, if you choose to look for the gratitude, if you choose to um, focus on the things that you love about yourself and about your life and about your job, the universe will bring to you more reasons why you love, why you should love yourself, why you should love your job, because your feelings are a vibration and the universe brings to you that, that you are uh, vibrating at. So that would be like my manifestation 101 and the universe's job. So that's our job, right? Make the ask, take the action, feel the feelings. The universe's job is the how and the when. A lot of times people are like, well, how is the money going to come? Or like, like, when am I going to meet my partner? Or like, when, when is this going to happen? And it's like, there are so many nuances that you can't even see that's going on behind the scenes of like rearranging in this and this and this and this and this. And the universe is always working with your highest and best good in mind. It always has your back. And so while you want things to happen now, that's actually putting control on a situation. And when you try and control something, you're actually operating out of a place of fear and out of a place of scarcity, thinking it has to look a certain way, right? And when you're in fear and scarcity, you're going to generate more of that fear and scarcity. And so when you just relax and you just surrender and you just do your best to like be happy and focus on the positives and the gratitudes in your life, the universe will bring stuff to you at a much quicker rate. Okay. So freaking good. And, and I, I, um, I have experienced this myself just over the last year because I was totally one of those people who was like, well, now I have to figure out the how, and then I'm going to write my goals down. You got your smart goals that want you to write down, like when it's going to happen by when, and then it's like, then you feel awful when it doesn't happen that way and, or it might happen, but it turns out you actually like, don't even want that goal. It was like something you felt like you should do. Um, and so just in the last year I have taken a step back and like have gotten so much into this. I watch, um, I watch Esther 
Abraham Hicks every night before bed. <laughs> Ooh, oh my God, me too. I conditioned my subconscious mind with the uh, good old Abraham. Yes, I know. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, and, but it's like, it makes so much sense. And I'm like, yeah. And um, so I, I love like the three steps. And then I like that you pointed out like what our job is and then what the universe, God, whatever you want, whatever you identify with, like whose job that is. Cause we, we cannot control that. <laughs> and it's been like, I've had a lot of interesting experiences where I thought maybe something would turn out with a, a certain how, or like it would go a certain way, but I ended up getting the results in a completely different way and in a much more enjoyable way. Mm -hmm. um, so this stuff works and we could talk about this, you know, a whole episode on just this. So we're going to talk about how people can learn more about you in just a minute. But, um, because this is, I told you, we're doing this like buffet style, um, <laughs> Because this is the Social Scholars Podcast, I, I do want to ask you a little bit about your social media strategy for your business that maybe some other business owners can learn from or be inspired by. Um, what platforms are you using right now? And I guess maybe what are some of your, your tips and things that have worked really well for you on those platforms? Yeah. So this is a great question. Um, so I love it, right? Because in business you are successful, I believe for two things, right? Mindset first and foremost, and then strategy second, because at the end of the day, you got to have something to sell and you got to be doing something. <laughs> right. So it's like, I love this question. Um, <clears throat> so the platforms that I'm on, um, that I utilize the most are Instagram because you know, that's where my ideal clients hanging out because when it's slow in the clubs, all the strippers are scrolling through Instagram. So show up where your ideal client is at. So a lot of my uh, marketing efforts are on um, Instagram and on Facebook. I also have a podcast, which is huge for marketing. Um, and then I'm also launching a YouTube channel um, soon too, coming up super excited about that. So those are the platforms that I utilize the most. And um, as far as like tips, you know, um, probably one of the biggest tips is to figure out who your niche is. And I know we've talked about that a lot, but figure out who your niche is. So that way you can work smarter, not harder in your marketing efforts. I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but it's so true. It's like you have a certain amount of characters that you can say on your captions in Instagram, you know, might as well make sure that you're speaking to the right person. So figure out who your niche is, talk to your audience, like, bring up a problem or like, does this resonate with you? And then talk about the problem and then talk about how you are the solution or talk about tips on, you know, valuable things that you, um, X, Y, and Z that you can do to overcome, you know, whatever problem that your ideal client is facing. Um, so provide value, provide resources, and then be consistent. Like you have to show up. And when I say be consistent, let me be very clear. That does not mean that you have to show up every single day by in. It doesn't mean that your business isn't going to go anywhere or that it's going to, you know, slow down if you don't post every single day, you know, but be consistent. You can't post one post and then a week later, randomly post another one. Like you do have to be consistent but you need to choose a consistency schedule that's going to work for you, for your business model and for what it is that you're trying to do. Oh, I love that you said that page. Cause I talk a lot about that too. Like it, it's like, whatever is going to be sustainable for you is the best, is the best schedule. The best time of day to post is like when you're going to be there and able to respond. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I like that. I appreciate that. And I'm sure our listeners will as well. And then I will say the other thing, that I'm going to brag on you about is that like you not only show up and give value, but you show your face a lot, which I think is so important. And I know like maybe, maybe people are might, might be like, wow, you know, she's, she's maybe not as self-conscious or whatever. But, um, it's like, because you do that, I feel like I know you, um, a lot more maybe than I would if you were just sharing like inspirational quotes and stock photos more than, than your face. So I love that. And that's something I'm a big, a big fan of, which is hard to do. I understand in the beginning sometimes, but I feel like you've really made a connection, um, by showing up consistently and then showing up as you, not just like inspirational quotes after inspirational quotes. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. When I, one thing I want to say too, is like, do show up as you like I show when I go live and I do my and a lot of my in my courses like I don't have any makeup on like I literally have like a flannel and like a hat on in a lot of my stuff like obviously my Instagram feed is more curated so those are like nicer photos but I post photos all the time of just like no makeup on at all you know and I just just I just 
you don't have to look a certain way um, in order to make sales. Like what you need to do is you just need to be true to who you are and you just need to show up authentically because people are going to connect with you. If you are always, if you think that you have to have your hair perfect and your outfit perfect to go on live or do a sales call, like that's not your energy is what sells and your energy is what connects, right? And your energy doesn't give a shit about if you have makeup on or if you're, you have the perfect outfit on. Yes, yes. I mean, how many how many times has like going live not happened because we've been like, well, we don't have on, we don't have our makeup, we're not dressed today and then you don't do it. Um, and then another day goes by and you don't do it. And so, um, yeah, I've seen you in your, in your baseball hat <laughs> Um, on a live and I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. And it's like, you don't have to just be a person that only wears that doesn't wear makeup. You can also be like the person on your feed, you know, we're like, we're multidimensional people, but, um, like you said, it's, it's about that energy that you bring and knowing like what your audience is going to appreciate. Um, and how, yeah, just what's authentic to you, which gets, gets thrown around a lot, but I think it's cause it's so true. <laughs> it's um, so true. Really. It is. Okay. So I have one more question that I'm going to, um, ask you, but I got to ask you this first. So I guess two more questions. So <laughs> at the time of this recording, like life, as we know, it has completely changed. Um, you know, we're all stuck at home right now and there is a lot of uncertainty and I know a lot of anxiety and fear. And the other day, um, you had shared kind of three challenges that your dancers were struggling with that I thought were like so applicable to probably what a lot of people listening to this are also feeling. So I want, I was going to see if you'd be willing to run through those three things really quickly and then just kind of talk about like a, your quick tip for, for addressing each one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, I'm going to, well, I know that, I know that you talked about, and this is a big one too, like lack of, lack of a mindset, like having a lack mindset, um, that scarcity and some of these you've kind of already touched on. So it might just be like a recap, but like having that fear, uncertainty, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But I loved your tip on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So there are the top three struggles. A lot of dancers have been reaching out to me, freaking out, asking for advice, tips, and, and all this kind of stuff. So I did this training the other day, you know, top three struggles that I'm seeing right now. Number one is a lack mindset, right? Fear and uncertainty. And I totally get it. I'm not perfect either. I'm not going to lie. I, even though I have tools and resources and I'm a coach, I have felt the fear and the scarcity as well. Like it's scary what's going on for sure. However, honor those feelings, feel those feelings. And then also you can choose to do something differently, right? You can choose to lean into abundance instead of scarcity. And how you lean into abundance is by looking at how abundant your life really is. Like you're in this beautiful, you're in a beautiful safe house that is warm. You have food in your belly. You have internet to, you know, keep working there. It, there is so many things that you can actually still feel abundant for, you know, you still create your own life no matter what, right? No matter what's going on in the economy, no matter what's going on out in the world, you still create your own life, right? You get to make a choice of how you're going to let this time serve you and you will choose what to do in this time off, um, which is really empowering. It's taking the power back, you know, because a lot of people feel powerless right now. Like, oh my God, like everything's closed. What am I to do? You know, that's kind of number three a little bit. But <laughs> so the second struggle um, is this, is that believing that your ability to generate income is only from the club or, or, you know, in um, your listeners uh, case, it would be from their job or from anything like that. Right. And, and here's the thing is money comes from the universe through other people. Money is simply energy and it doesn't have to come from any one specific thing. And so, yes, while you might be out of work, which is, which sucks and it's unfair, of course, if you got laid off, that doesn't mean that the flow of money can't come. And that doesn't mean that something even bigger and better is coming into your life in a monetary way. This time could be the birth of a business, could get you to finally do that thing that you've been waiting and wanting to do. That's actually going to generate you so much more money than if you would have just stayed stuck in your job doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And so just really understanding that again, you create your own life and you also create what happens to you with energy or excuse me, with money, because money comes from the universe through other people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then number three is the third struggle is thinking that you have no control. I kind of touched on this a little bit, but I just want to reiterate right now that you do have control. You absolutely have control and you can, if this is been debilitating and like really, really, really messing you up financially, you know, 
look at that as a learning lesson. Look at it from the eyes of being personally responsible and being like, what steps can I take in my life to ensure that this never, ever happens again? right? You can choose to um, invest in yourself and learn how to start an online business. You can choose to use better discernment in your financial spending when everything returns to normal. Like there are choices that you can make to prepare yourself better for something like this in the future. Because regardless if the world goes into a pandemic or not again in our lifetime, which I doubt that that would happen, you're still a human being and you can still get sick and be out of work for however long, right? You could still get, you could get hurt physically if you have a physical job like dancers, you could like literally break your ankle and be out for six months, you know? And so use this time to understand that you do have control around your life and it is up to you what to um, make of it. Yes, I think you had said somewhere, it's like, what will you make of this time off? And it is like, who knows what could be, who what could come from this? Um, maybe even, maybe even like things are fine. Like you're, you're in a very fortunate position where maybe things are fine with your business. Um, but maybe it's like your relationships have been suffering. So like, what a beautiful time to like reconnect. And, um, so it's, there is like so many possibilities and opportunities amongst all the uncertainty and fear. So I, I just was like, oh my God, I love that you kind of broke that. Um, okay. So you have a couple of places that you hang out. I, I know people are going to like want to know more about you, about manifestation, about how you help. So like, where are the best places? Well, first, like, what do you have going on right now? And then where can people learn more about you? Yeah. Um, so what I have going on right now, I'm actually writing my second book. I'm really excited. That's not going to be launched for a while, but I just felt called to share that. <laughs> um, but yeah, name. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called the universe is my sugar daddy. How to manifest money like a stripper. It's going to be a book about what it's like to be a stripper and how the different aspects of um, being a stripper actually relate to money manifestation. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. about that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, but so what I have coming up in my business is the next program that I'm going to be launching is my mind your money, honey, which is my signature six week program all about money manifestation. So it kind of ties into each other for sure. Super excited about at. I'm launching my mastermind, um, which is the program that launched uh, just under $50,000 launch. Really, really, really excited about that. Um, I am hosting an in-person conference in October in San Diego with a, co um, a colleague of mine. It's going to be for 100 women entrepreneurs um, in San Diego. It's going to be all about the mindset and energetics um, and manifestation behind business. It's not going to be strategy. It's all, it's going to be all deep work mindset manifestation. So really excited about that as well. Um, and then where can they find me? Well, I'm on Instagram at the.page.cole. You'll see it says stripper business coach. <laughs> I have a Facebook group. It's called Rainmakers. I have a podcast. It's called Make It Rain Podcast. Um, and then for other information, just um, I, all my information is up on my website at pagecole.com. Yes. Okay. And last point I want to make before we leave today, Paige, is you were just talking about your second book, your mastermind, your second course, or another course that you're doing. Um, this event, this a hundred percent event that you're hosting, which I know you've done retreats too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, that was like two years ago when we talked about <laughs> Amazon. Right. So uh -huh. I, what's the saying? Like we underestimate how much we can get done in a year and overestimate how much we can get done in a day. Is that right? Or did I flip flop that? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, no, some similar to that. I've heard like we overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in 10 years. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe something like that. So, um, whatever the saying is, I think the, yeah. you get the, you get the vibe of it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that dang saying is, um, is like, oh my gosh, like this was two years ago. Right. And like, look how much has transformed and like, look at all, not just the financial success, but I know that like making a difference in people's lives and helping other women, um, and, and having purpose and impact is also really important. And you are doing that. Um, so you have that impact and income piece and it's like less than two years, basically about two years. Um, that kind of between when I met you and, and having this conversation now. So I think that alone is just really inspiring and hopefully inspiring to other people about just to think like even next year at this time, like Mar March, 2021, um, what, what course could you have launched? What book mm -hmm. could you have written? What event could you have hosted? Um, if you just start taking action right now today and like with everything going on, this might be the best time for that. So, um, 
Paige, this was awesome. I love you to pieces. I like respect you so much. I'm so in awe and inspired by you on a daily basis when I see you on Instagram. Um, so this was a huge honor to have you on and I really appreciate it. And, um, I know that our listeners will as well. So thank you, Paige. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> At the end of the day, social media is really just a tool to help you magnify and amplify what's happening in real life. And one of my favorite strategies for developing a standout personal brand in real life is by being a podcast guest. And I love this approach for a lot of reasons. One being, especially if you're new, it's an incredible way to help you to develop your voice. It's a great way to help you nail your signature stories, to start to help you figure out what your key messaging is. The more interviews you do, the more questions you answer, the more you talk about how you help and what you want to be known for, the more you'll realize what resonates with people, what they want to hear more of, what you enjoy talking about, and really, really hone in on, on that voice for your personal brand. The second reason why I love it is because you're able to expand your network among these really high-vibing, ambitious, driven podcast hosts. Who doesn't want that? So you might end up being lifelock friends with some of these podcast hosts. You might um, end up collaborating with them on a project in the future, either something inside maybe their group or maybe maybe they help you out with your group or something that you're offering. So it's just a, an awesome way to connect with new people, new peers also doing big things. The third reason why I love this approach is because you're able to expand your reach, grow your community, grow your circle and not just grow it, but grow it with the right people, with the ideal people that you're wanting to serve by being strategic on what podcast you're on. And I've had several people that have joined my Facebook group, that have joined my paid groups, that have worked with me one-on-one -on -one from hearing uh, one of my interviews on someone else's podcast. So the possibilities are endless. I want these same benefits for you. And so I have developed a nine-step workbook that you can go over to sarahlynn.co forward slash podcast guest guide freebie. That's podcast guest guide freebie and download this workbook that's going to help you walk through how to find what podcast you want to be on, what to say to the host and what to do after the interview. So grab the nine-step Land Your First Podcast interview workbook over at sarahlynnco.com forward slash podcast guest guide freebie. And I can't wait to hear your first podcast.